Life, the Life, gift, the gift. Peace, after peace after pressure. Can't remember, can't remember how you came and went and bet on how you'll exit from the start. The only thing certain is the end. Promise to all and none know not when. Heartbreak from yesterday's and fret for tomorrow. I leave today filled with anxiety and hollow. If you pray, don't worry. If you worry, don't pray. Today's Welcome to Perspective Podcast. A place where you can find inspiration, motivation to get you throughout the week. And for today's episode, we've got Stephen A. Smith, a famous reporter from America. I think we all are accustomed to. And here's a clip of him talking about how he had to come throughout the journalistic experiences and having to learn from different various sources. And here's Stephen A. Smith. Tell us what, tell us what that was like because, you know, people always, like I said, I, I kind of compare you to an athlete from a standpoint, they see the finished product, they see you on ESPN mm -hmm. and all the success you're having now, but right. your journey was anything but the journey. Well, listen, man, people, when they've written these articles about me, I lived off a of tuna fish and Kool-Aid to start my Preach. career. I'm from New York City. I'm from the streets of Hollis, Queens, New York City, and I was working in Archdale, North Carolina for the Greensboro News and Record. I started off as an editorial assistant doing agate material and school lunch menus. What's agate? Like in, in, a, in, a, in a sports department for a newspaper, all of these little things that you see where they shows you a sheet with the scores and everything like that. Yeah. Computer from a digital perspective is things that formulate a page and stuff like that. And you got to type all of that stuff in there just to make sure it's framed correctly and it fits in the paper. If you do it wrong here, wrong there, the copy comes mm. off the paper. It ain't good. You got to make sure it fits yeah. all of this stuff. Yeah. So I had to do all of those things, right? And that was in my daytime when I was getting paid. And then I would get off at six and drive throughout the tri-state, uh, you know, the, the Piedmont triad area in North Carolina, covering high school football from 7 p.m. until midnight for free. I didn't get paid for it. I did it just to accumulate clips to build a resume to show that I was really committed to being a sports writer. That led to internships in Atlanta back at Winston-Salem before I got the high school sports writing job at the New York Daily News. So then when you get into the business, um, Isaiah Thomas and I are tight to this very day. He forgot why. And one day, a few years <laughs> ago, I told Isaiah, I said, you, don't, you, you forgot who you are. He said, what are you talking about? I said, you gave me my first interview. Isaiah mm. Thomas was approaching his retirement year mm. with the Detroit Pistons. He was a two-time champion. I was a high school writer. Wow. And a guy by the name of Tim Donovan, who does media relations PR for the Miami Heat mm. all of these years. Tim was working under Pat Riley doing the Knicks at the time. I was a high school sports writer. You ain't supposed to have access to those. <laughs> you see what I'm saying? But Tim, but Tim knew I wanted to be an NBA writer. And Tim Donovan was like, come on, mm -hmm. I'll help you out, and gave me access to the locker room. You know, he didn't have to do that. Right. So he gave, me, he gave me access to it, and obviously I knew my place, so I wasn't trying to get in the way or whatever. I was just watching, studying, learning, et cetera, et cetera. And one day, Isaiah Thomas came in as still, uh, before he retired with the Pistons, and he was doing interview with the media. And I said to him, I'm an aspiring sports writer. It would really help me if mm -hmm. I could get an interview with you. He said, can you do it now? And sat down with me and gave That's me wild. a 25-minute wow. interview. Uh, Nate Tiny Archibald did the same exact thing for me once I became a full-time high school sports writer. So it's like I didn't get here 
by accident, but I didn't get here by myself. Mm -hmm. There was a whole lot of people that extended me a helping hand. When I was at the Winston-Salem Journal, it was an all-white staff led by Terry Oberly, but I still remember the copy editors this very day, Dan Lohman, Steve Mann, Phil Rishak, and all of these guys that I haven't seen in years that I haven't worked with in nearly 30 years. But they were the guys that would sit me down and say, okay, this is a piss-poor job. You wrote this sentence wrong. You wrote that graph wrong. You missed this fact, this fact, that fact. And they literally taught me journalism. Mm -hmm. And so as a result, when you go through those experiences and you see the work that was put in in order to get people to where they are and how they extended a helping hand. Listen, I ain't just a black man. I'm a brother. Right. You see what I'm saying? So you're not expecting a bunch of white cats to extend their helping hand. But when they did that, it all world. of a sudden is like, whoa, you know what? Mm -hmm. You're looking at the world a little bit differently because you're like, you're reminded that, yeah, we different, but we the same. Right. And everybody got a heart and everybody's God-fearing and everybody's got compassion and stuff like that. And they want to extend a helping hand to other people. And that's what they did for me. And all they asked in return is that I didn't make make sure make I made sure not to make their effort be in vain mm -hmm. when you go, you said you wanted to go for this that's right. why we helped you go for it so even to this day nobody's more prouder than me than those guys and you'll see a guy like Isaiah Thomas I get a text from Isaiah Thomas every month it's one of the biggest reasons why because he remembered after I told him started. this is what you helped mm -hmm. start me and right. he remember what I said so it's, it's like being true to what you do and again it dictates the approach to some degree because you know the sacrifices that you made. I remember when a cat came, you know, they, they came to me and they wanted me uh, to have a job in Seattle. I was going to go unless the New York Daily News came. Mm -hmm. They had a job for me in, 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 in Fresno. I was going to go unless, unless the New York Daily News came. It was like no matter what, whatever the sacrifices that are that need to be made, I, I, I think to this very day, I've never been married because of that, because I was always ready to get up and go. Because when you growing up and you poor and you living off tuna fish and Kool-Aid from the time you're in college, you taste government cheese and bread when you're younger. You sat up there and watched your mother work two jobs, seven days a week, 16 hours a day for 20 years with one week's vacation nonstop. You go through all of that. It's not that love don't matter. It's not that family don't matter. It's nothing like that. It's that. I'm not going back to that. You become numb to a lot of stuff. And whatever whatever sacrifices need to be made, I'm going to make to mm -hmm. get ahead. Mm -hmm. And that's always been my approach. So when I talk to professional athletes, particularly those of us that are professional athletes, black folks, I'm sitting there like, I know your story. Mm -hmm. I've been you through really it. Lived it. But there's a flip side to it. The same dude that's going to support you because I get your story is the same dude that's gonna hold you accountable because right. I know your story. Right. Right. So when you sit up there, you doing stupid shit. Mm -hmm. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. And that's compromising everything you worked for. Yeah. Few are gonna be harder on you than me because I know what you went through to get there and you just gonna blow it for that? Right, right. That's how I'm looking at it and that's been my approach throughout my entire professional career as I report on these guys. Mm -hmm. Guys, if you enjoyed it, and you found some key lessons in there, little jewels here and there, please share with your families and friends. Please subscribe. And please, 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 if you can, drop a feedback on iTunes or Spotify. And thank you for listening. Stay tuned. And God bless. But I'm, if, I don't, if, if I don't love you, I'm going to tell you whatever. I'm going to tell you what's in my benefit. If I love you, I'm going to tell you what's in your benefit.